0: right welcome everybody to another episode of chris and dave reality cast i'm one of your hosts chris Phelps, and my co-host and very good friend is mr dave horrocks
1: hey there chris and hello to all listeners out there welcome to chris and dave's reality tv cast we are covering bachelor season 26 episode 2 now chris we have fired a few missiles across to this uh, franchise for it being boring. And some of the seasons we've watched, it has been a real
0: slog. What do you reckon to this uh, this second episode here? Well, Dave, it has the same fake DNA, but I've got to say the women bring it so much more. The fact that we've, (laughs) we've just finished, I know Michelle's season officially finished, around about the middle of December or the end of December, but we were just slightly behind because of Christmas and that. So it feels like we've gone straight in from one series to another. But the men are so fucking fake. I mean these these fake girls on here, don't get me wrong, but I love the way that they're like, no. Clayton is my man, and they just absolutely want to fucking pull the carpet from each other. I love it. I think I honestly think the battery is a better show because it shows how fake all them guys are on the Michelle series. You know, the 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 tiptoeing round Dave, not pissing Michelle off, the tiptoeing round, making sure they don't come across because of the image at the end of it. This is this has started off this series. I know we had like the Mean Girls and that on uh, Matt's series and that, but this has started off like the original Love Islands where it was like, people don't care about what happens at the end. They care about
1: Mm.
0: the present. And I will say though, Dave, because I know we had two baddies in this episode. I think we're going to (laughs) disagree on it because I've got some theories on our two baddies, but brilliant to watch. And for once, That two-hour slog watching it wasn't a two-hour slog. It was great TV. I've got really, really enjoyed it. And that is the first time I've said that in a long time with the Bachelor franchises.
1: I'm with you. I genuinely enjoyed this episode. And I thought there were signs last week. It was like, hang about. They might be setting him up a bit here. Now, I think this episode was less about what Clayton did. <laughs>
0: it, yeah. he, he
1: was still as drippy as like any of the other uh, season leads we've seen. But uh, I agree, it's it's the women. And I don't know if fake is, is the right word, because I think all this lot of fake as well. But there is just something watery about the blokes and how they approach it whereas the girls are just like, fuck this Yeah, <laughs> I'm not I mean, let's get into the first day. it was a group date, wasn't it? Cassidy was the one who was just like fuck this kid's party shit I'm here to take Clayton you lot can do what you want and I'm just going to go over and I'm just going to start chatting with Clayton and basically fucking lay it on him straight off the bat and I was like right this is fucking going to be interesting isn't it
0: <laughs> <laughs> and you're right because they go to Hilary Duff's house who I didn't even know who she was and I realized she was in like quite a famous tv show years ago so I looked at her I've looked at her bio on wiki she's you know she's got a proper long story career They talk to her. She ain't got a fucking clue who Clayton is. Clayton's like, oh, this is my great friend. No, she's not. You've just met her 10 minutes before filming. (laughs) It's at the party. I question whether it's her house. The kids are then told, let's run past everybody because they run past all the contestants as Clayton and Hillary are chatting about what they're going to do. You're right. They assign jobs to everyone. Cassidy from nowhere. "Let's, Let's be honest, Dave. Great TV the old let's create a baddie for the episode. So Cassidy was the baddie. All of a sudden, she was like the girl in the last episode who decided from nowhere that she didn't like Clay and she had no connection. Uh, I don't actually like him. He binned her off. Now, I must <laughs> admit, when Cassidy was being so cocksure of herself, I've, I have wrote down in my notes, she's definitely going, because I thought she's an actress, a plant, but I might not be her who's <laughs> the actual actress. And I just felt that... She'd been directed to be so outrageous because she sat there like, I'm not doing it. I don't even like kids. Why? Why are we interested in the kids? And I'm thinking, well, she's what I respect her for, Dave. And I will give her this: is the other girls, I fucking don't care about the kids either. But because it's the bachelor and like, you know, Clayton saying, I want a family. They've got to say they want a family. That's the end goal. I want a. a a bride, I want this, you know, 2.4 children. They have to say it's part of The Bachelor. It's the American dream, all that fucking bollocks. We know that they're all fake. And we laughed, I always laugh, as I say, about the guy who had the full plan in the last series on The Shakedown, still my (laughs) favourite moment. I've mentioned it every episode recently. I love it. And I think what Cassidy's doing is she's telling everybody what every other contestant is thinking. But if you want to stay in the show it's not the way to do it. However, the fact that she jumped all over Clayton and he's like, let's do it by the pool, which I'm thinking, well, they've obviously put them by the pool, legs in the water, one, two, three, action, go. And then they pan out. And I love the fact that Cassidy was like, I'm such a fan. I'm going to be doing this. Not even that Hillary Duff was like, I don't think you are going to last very long. But I know <laughs> I've talked for ages today, but I just thought it was brilliant TV, but I'm questioning whether she's a plant as in one of the other contestants later. But... You need this to sustain that, like, viewership because, like you said, it it dropped over the last series, The Bachelorette. So I hope that this brings people up and we get this sort of drama every episode. Now, I think the girl last week was a plant.
1: I I think it was just, it was ridiculous to go around the mansion telling all the girls that you hate The Bachelor. (laughs) (laughs) It's It's not a good winning tactic, that, is it? I don't think she is a plant. i think she's just she's someone who's gone in with a game plan she's definitely playing up being the villain but i think she thinks she's a bit smarter than she actually is I, I think she's thought that if she plays this villain game you know she can get quite far get into the last few and and maybe make it onto the uh bachelor in paradise show but The problem is they all come in with the same or similar game plans, don't they? They've all worked it out. They've all, since they've been cast, they've been thinking, how am I going to approach this? And, you know, they're they're executing on that plan. But the problem is if you call it out for what it is, if you verbalize it, that's the mistake, isn't it? Because everyone knows it's like, you've thought about being the next Bachelorette. How? Ouch. That is outrageous. None <laughs> of us. Et, girls, have any of you ever thought about being the next Bachelorette? Despite the fact that's exactly what this show does every fucking season. You know, they'll pick someone out of the uh, out of the running and then they'll make them the next Bachelor or Bachelorette. But, oh, my God, how dare you even consider that for a second <laughs> as a possibility? <laughs> I think Cassidy's nice big mistake here is she's gone balls out She's like, fuck the rest of this game. And I'm going for it. Whereas some of the other girls, when the kind of doors open into the, into the garden and you can see all these screaming kids, Chris. I mean, God, you, you and I are both parents, but come on. You fucking open the doors there. You got screaming kids like high on sugar. And you're not thinking, oh, my God, I love kids. Oh, this is so great. (laughs) Yeah. I thought we were going on a fucking helicopter or something. So, (laughs) you you know, the rest of them are approaching it in a different way. They know that they had the whole bloody fake letters at at the end of uh, Clayton's episode, which got him, you know, into The Bachelor. So that's going to be part of his theme for this season, isn't It's his kind of journey to parenthood, which I don't buy for a single fucking second, to be honest. No, me neither. That's going to be part of the theme, the DNA of this season. So, you know, the other girls are like, you know we've got to play by the rules. It's outrageous that Cassidy's doing this and she's winding the rest of them up. And Chris, I'm here for it. I just thought it was brilliant. And all the other girls fucking hated her. But then she gets the rose.
0: (laughs) (laughs) But you know what, David? You're right. (laughs) I'm with you. I saw, because what annoys me is I wrote down straight away, here we go. Who's going to be the grass who pulls Clayton and says, I just need to tell you this, Clayton. Now, we didn't get that until the end, but I just, that's what winds me up even more. Cassidy is horrible. She's obscene. Brilliant contestant for us as viewers, because she's just like, oh my God, get that pantomime baddie off our screen. Every time she comes on, you're like, ooh, his butt. If she's such a bad person, it'll all come out in the wash. And I hate the ones who then go and grass them up. I hate it on the men's series with Michelle. I need to tell you something. The thing is with Clayton, right, Dave, so, so we get that incident. You're right. And, it, you know, she, she's there, basically, gets the rose. She drops the cake. That girl goes on as if she sat there Mary Berry style and made a fucking cake for four hours. You could tell it was going to fall over. It was too obvious she was going to drop it. You go, I've spent ages making that cake. And then later on she went, it took me an hour. What? Of putting fucking hundreds and thousands on and a bit of piping. I mean, mum was a cake maker for fucking years, Dave. I can fucking do that. It takes about 15 minutes, but she made it out like she nurtured the fucking recipe and cooked it in an <laughs> oven. I was just like, they've given you well, a she, cake. And gone she's,
1: she's the annoyed on. because she's playing by the rules. She's adhering to yeah, the, exactly. the thing is she's not, she's not watched previous seasons that the rules don't count for fuck all really. Like very no. occasionally it means a bit of extra time with Clayton or something, but these games don't mean anything. So I, I can appreciate it. Chris, I, I'm a rule abider so I, I would be there counting out my hundreds and thousands or whatever but you know who wouldn't I, you know I'm fe- I'm feeling <laughs> fucking aggrieved that uh, someone's off nailing The Bachelorette so uh, but but it's funny <laughs> to watch it from the outside that's
0: brilliant I'm not saying I'll be nailing The Bachelorette babe Obviously, you know, sitting my time of life but if there's a rule to break you know I'm the man if there's a corner to court <laughs> That is me. I've done, I've done that all my life. If there's a way to duck and dive and dodge in and do something and get somewhere. That's why that you don't be. like the
1: snitches, isn't it? Yeah, snitches <laughs> get stitches. You know, I like that. But,
0: but no, it just, it, it winds up because I always think, well, fair play to Cassidy. If she's genuine, this is a hell of a fucking game she's playing. Like she's really gone to one of the outsiders because the other girls don't like it when somebody does something different. Whatever we think of Claire and Dale, Dale did the same thing with Claire, didn't it? They'd had a relationship. He was like, fuck that. He was hiding in the fucking cupboard while she's on, on dates. <laughs> like, oh, I thought this was the toilet bullshit. And then start snogging her face off and stuff. It was all shit. So I'm with you. I'm all for breaking the, the Bachelor code, making it different, bringing it forward, making the show more progressive, like, as in just more dramatic. And I'm, I'm all for it. And I didn't think... Anybody would get worse than Cassidy, Dave, and then upstep steps Oh my fucking days! Was she unbelievable?
1: Yeah, and, and it's like uh, it's like a villain, a super villain team up, isn't it? Because Sinead yeah. seems to be a little bit quiet. She's obviously uh, it seems to be this thing with blonde people, Chris. They just flock together. We saw this on Love Island UK, yeah. didn't we? And uh, they almost look like clones of each other. But um, yeah, Shanae seemed to be a little bit quieter. And then Cassidy's all cocksure and saying, you know, I'll take you under my wing. You could be my apprentice sort of thing. The, the fucking Sith rule of two, no doubt. And <laughs> I, I don't I don't recall seeing this uh, before in any of the other seasons where usually if you've got a villain, you've just got them out there on their own. Whereas here, you know, having them team up, having them work out strategy together, I thought, oh, this is going to be interesting. But Shanae hadn't really done anything on the screen until, you know, a a little bit later on. So I I didn't think she was, you know, going to stand up to it. But she definitely did. She's definitely uh, been as much, if not more, of a villain as Cassidy is. Because when they go into the group date, She's giving her the woe is me and, oh, Cassidy would have done this. Cassidy would have gone right over and sat right next to Clayton and what have you. Um, And, you know, almost feeling a bit sorry for herself. But when it turned was when she threw, funnily enough, the other blonde girl, Elizabeth, totally under the bus. Like just with what what seemed to me to be a, a bit of a lie. She was talking about her being two faced and the fact that she'd blanked her completely and Elizabeth saying, oh, well, maybe, you know, I do honestly suffer from a bit of ADHD. So it's possible I haven't intentionally blanked you, but my com my concentration was somewhere else. So if you did, you know, um wave over to me or something, I didn't notice it. But then shanae just she goes full fucking heel, doesn't she? And just announces it to the group. And honestly, Chris, I, I thought Sinee was worse than Cassidy yeah. with what she did here.
0: Yeah. And I'm with you, but like my fucking, I was chomping for us to speak. I was like, Cassidy's getting it. And then when Sinead did that, I was like, that is a disgrace. Now, ADHD is not something to talk about, like laugh about or whatever. I know it's something that's only been recognised over the last few years, Dave, and it's right. And what annoyed me is she then starts going, I've got it. And then when Elizabeth, because... What do you put for Elizabeth? Elizabeth looks like, I know you don't watch it, but Elizabeth looks exactly like Christine from Selling Sunset, Dave, who is the baddie of Selling Sunset. She is horrid, an absolute wicked person, but also great TV. You need that baddie. She's the worst person on that show. She's awful, honestly. But this Elizabeth looked just like her. So every time I watched it, I was like Christine. So at first I was like, oh, she's going to be a baddie. I didn't think Elizabeth did anything wrong. And like you say, Sinead well. just turned on her, tells all the girls she's got ADHD. Then she's laughing at the camera, which I thought was absolutely disgusting. And she's like, she's got ADHD. And then burst out laughing. Denied she'd even said it to anybody when Elizabeth confronted her. Elizabeth's like, I don't understand what is going on. And then she starts crying. And then when her and Elizabeth had the chat, Sinead tried to make it about herself. I just put she's a fucking psycho and a dickhead. They were my two words there. She's absolutely... (laughs) Horrid. And I think the, the Cassidy stuff can get dealt with. We saw the VT, it'll get dealt with probably next week. But for me, Sinead cannot stay in this house longer. And look, judging by the VT, Dave, I think she's going to be there for a little bit longer. But what she yeah. did was a disgrace. It was just bullying. And all she said was, I'm not having her get her one up on me. So what she thought is, let's fabricate a story about a, you know, he a, 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 said, class as a disability that she's got. Elizabeth, and let's play on it. And and all the girls laid into it, didn't they, on that round circle mm. table? They were like, I don't agree with it. I thought that was the worst thing of the, of the episode. I completely agree with you.
1: Yeah, and uh, look, I know we're only on the beginning of a journey of really understanding mental health. I think, you know, it's it's only in recent years people have started to discuss it more openly, but it seems so fucking tone deaf for her to just make fun of it. And I couldn't help but feeling sorry for Elizabeth. I mean, it seemed to me that, you know, it could go one or two ways. Elizabeth, you know, sounds like I'm profiling here, but just the look of her. She's got the look like she could be a villain, but she did absolutely nothing wrong. And I just ended up feeling really sorry for her because even when she's trying to just smooth things over, you know, says, come on, let's hug it out. And then Sinead's telling the group, oh, why would you tell... Uh, me that you love me and then you know it's like I didn't tell you you love you you fucking prick just, she's, she's just blatantly making stuff up and I don't know is she trying to m- manipulate the group surely by saying some of this shit she must know you say shit like that they're going to use it you know why because it's fucking gold um, yeah. but yeah. you know just I, I, I don't know why she thinks that's a good plan other than like I say, maybe, you know, if she can stick around a little bit longer, get rid of some of her uh, immediate rivals, then, uh, you know, maybe she can get on Bachelor in Paradise. But yeah, I thought he was really distasteful. And yeah, I, I, Clayton, though, he, he hasn't got a fucking clue, has he? He's, he doesn't know what no. to believe. But luckily, I thought for a moment he was going to give Shanae a rose, but then. He gave it to the other girl, um,
0: whose name I didn't write down. <laughs> no, but, but, Sarah. But, but, uh, in I, my, don't. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know myself. But but I will say, David. I want to lay into Clayton a little bit. Why did he take Sinead's word as gold? She said someone's been two-faced. Someone, you know, she 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 laid into Elizabeth. And he's like, Oh, I'm not having that. So he pulls Elizabeth, but he's like, This is what happened. I think it was that season where he took it as gold when some shit theory came in and I think told they them all, a story. Do, don't they? Yeah, yeah and, and, they all
1: and, the person coming with the news, whether it's truth or lie. Is it's immediately taken that they're telling the truth and they're yes. being open and vulnerable, you yes. know, and brave for coming forward. No, she's got a massive fucking shit-stirring spoon and just making up fucking lies. But then the the victim, the person on the receiving end, is automatically on the defensive position. And I thought, to be fair, Elizabeth couldn't have played that any better. She just said, oh, well, maybe she didn't try and say, no, I've not done anything. She just said, oh, well, I'm not aware of anything, but, you know, I'll have a t- chat to her and stuff. Um, But you're right. They just seem to all of them, all of the leads just go, "All oh, right, I'll go and sort this out. Stop. Ask some of the questions. Are they actually fucking telling the truth? Because if you've seen the show before, a lot of them fucking aren't, Clayton.
0: Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I'm with you, Dave. I'm with you. And then. I alluded to, we needed someone to tell Clayton, you know, what's really going on. And we had, obviously, Sinead doing this nonsense we've just talked about, but up steps Dave Sierra. Now, I would love to say that producers didn't lead her into this, but it looks so false. And she gets Clayton and says, one of the contestants has got a man on the side and that contestant is Cassidy. And then he goes off. I'm like, oh, and that, that he did want me thinking, bastard, I want next week's episode now, because I was like, he was like, well, he gets that Jesse guy and done. He goes, I mean, he's like, you called me. What? You've walked on set in a full fucking suit. You were just sat there in oh, your yeah. fucking apartment just... in a full fucking suit.
1: <laughs> just watching the football just in my full your, suit. Yeah. Yeah, in your full <laughs>
0: suit. I was just in my office. Bullshit. And he's like, what's up? And he went, has there ever been a case you can revoke the Red... red? the rose, and then you see Cassidy for the next episode, well, he's given me the red rose, deal with it. And I'm like, oh, this is going to end. But I still think Cassidy <laughs> is going to go. But I'll tell you what, Dave, for action-packedness, this was the best one I've watched in a long time. Go. This is going back to Claire and Dale levels of, they're all a bunch of bastards, but I can't stop watching it. Yeah,
1: absolutely. It's fucking great. And I was the same. it got to the end. And normally, my feeling when these episodes finish, are like, oh, thank fuck for that. Right, okay you know when can chris and i talk about the episode whereas at this i was like you bastards and it's not just waiting for next week it's waiting for the week after because they said it's two weeks from now like oh fucking hell (laughs) 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 this genuinely hasn't happened before i don't think maybe when claire was around for the three episodes or whatever but um no I i was disappointed but What do you think of, not only was Sierra coming with the news, but the producers properly fucking threw Cassidy under the bus by actually showing the footage. This wasn't just Sierra just, you know, coming with some news. And us as the viewers are like, well, did she really say that? She might have done. You know, It could be Sierra making up a bit of bullshit in this point. Nope. Producers tell us, here's the exact fucking conversation. And why Cassidy would be having this conversation out in the open when it's the first fucking week is beyond me. And that's what makes me think. She thinks she's a bit cleverer than she really is. She's come in with a game plan, but you've got to have more discipline. If if you're there for like fucking six weeks or something and then, you know, a few weeks in, you let something drop. All right. That's, you can kind of appreciate that, can't you? You can't have your guard up all the time. But in the first week, I just thought I was schoolboy (laughs) error.
0: Yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you. And I I always think with these things, like you said, there's a wider career off this if if they're not going to get with Clayton. And I don't think Okay, now Dave, Cassidy and Sinead get to the end. That'll be an unbelievable series. I think everyone's going to be going mad. I know we got that trailer pretty much telling us who the last three is, but it's going to be great TV because you see Sinead on the VT giving him a kiss next week. She wraps her legs around him. Cassidy, I think we're going to see her gone in the first quarter. I think in two weeks, sorry. I think we're going to see Cassidy gone pretty much at the start and it'll be let's get Sinead out next episode as well. But like you say what's going on with them, Dave? Usually I'm fucking dreading it, watching it. I'm like, you bastards, you bunch of bastards. I've got two weeks now to stew over this. And I'm sure we're going to get tea spilled everywhere, Dave, because that's the only problem because it's filmed in advance. Somebody always gets a bit of info, don't they? On what's actually going to happen. I don't want to hear it yeah. for once. I want to stay out <laughs> of it. I just want to, I want to watch it for what it is, to be honest.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's it's great going on, Not along for the ride without being spoiled. Um, the thing is, though, Chris, getting back to Clayton and pulling in, um, not Carlton Palmer, what's, what's his name? Jesse. Jesse Palmer, yeah. Carl yeah. Palmer's fucking footballer <laughs> from the 90s. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jesse Palmer, when he gets him in in his full suit. Clayton's done the same again, hasn't he? He's like, he's just heard this information. And rather than pulling fucking Cassidy for a chat, Unless it's unless he did and they're just fucking with us uh with the editing. But it looks like he's just taking that information and uh you know he's gonna kick her off based on that.
0: Yeah. Yeah, again, where's the I don't know. I don't look it makes great TV, doesn't it, Dave? It really does. And and he's like totally shocked. His act terrible. He's like, <laughs> oh my god, it's like because one of the girls who goes on a date, I don't know if it was Mira goes on a date with and I don't know whether you picked up on this, she goes on a date with Clayton, and she actually says, well, it's all part of my game plan. And she says it to the camera, but because she's not pissed anybody off and she's done it all nicey-nicey, them sort of comments go under the radar, and she's like, this is what I'm going to do to win him over and blah, blah, blah. And I'm thinking, well, other people, lesser people have been kicked off, Bachelor and Bachelorette, for... Giving a game plan away, so I just she just said it in a very flippant way as they were walking towards the date, as they sat down and before they snogged. But I was like, well, she's sort of doing what Cassidy's doing, but she's not pissing everybody off, so it's quite clever the way the edit it, manipulate how the contestants manipulate. Like you say, as soon as you get any information on someone. It all bets are off. You're fucked. You, you basically need to go there as if you've got no history or you, you've never done anything wrong in your life. Because as soon as someone gets a sniff of it, you're fucked. bit like being at work, isn't it, Dave? As soon as someone finds out a weakness in work, you know what people are like. If they can stand on top of you to get above you, they will do. And that's what they do in this show.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's great, isn't it?
0: <laughs> <laughs> not in work he's not Dave but yeah no not he's in work yeah, yeah yeah not in work
1: but for our entertainment it's great he's brilliant it's he's brilliant <laughs> I mean what well, what do you think about um oh what's the other girl's names it's uh Susie they, they had the whole helicopter date Nothing oh yes. really dramatic yeah. that kind of fell by the wayside really but I, I've got a feeling and and I can't remember, I, I do think Susie was in that, um, you know, in the preview for the finale. Um, but I mean, even with just that bit of chemistry there uh, in the helicopter, you can see, I see they seem to have something there.
0: Yeah, they do, to be fair. I think she's nice and that's what they need, don't they? They need niceness, Dave. It sells it. It sells the dream at the end of it. If he ends up with Sineo or Cassidy, oh my God, that they are the recipe for disaster, even for sponsors and things like that. Yeah, Susie's the sort that would go all the way. And I think you're right. I think she's got a chance because she's not pissing anybody off. She's just doing the, I'm a nice girl. Let's just, you know, see how it goes thing. Anybody who can sort of has controversy, they're gone. No matter whether it's that episode or one after, they are gone. Because all the others will accept it. And they sort it's sort of bullying in some respects, isn't it? It's sort of like, well, we don't like people who don't adhere to the way we we think of things and approach things. So you're gone as well. So it's very strange how they do that, but it, it is what it is, I suppose.
1: It is what it is indeed. But roll on two weeks time because i need yes. to know what happens next
0: <laughs> <laughs> well they massive brilliant brilliant episode but big thanks to everybody as always guys for supporting us and whatever you think get onto facebook Dave's reality tv cast get over there we'll approve you if you're on there already tell me what you think of the bachelor because we think i think we both say we both think it's been really good uh, if you want to follow us on social media at CD Reality Cast. if you want to email us, cdrealitycast@gmail.com, and if you do want to support us a little bit more, get over to Patreon, patreon.com/slash CD Reality Cast. So today's roll call of honour is Kent Gustafson, Lucky Lulu Green, Lawrence, Susan, Priscilla, Dee Dee, Katie, Libby, Helen, Joanna, Zoe, Amy, Noreen, Brianna, Helen, Keith, and Michelle. So thank you so much, guys, for supporting us. Me and Dave really, really appreciate it. So, Mr Horrocks, it is game on, and I will see you in two weeks, unfortunately. Charming. (laughs) (laughs) I realise what I meant, yeah, but
1: yeah. Thanks to everyone out there for listening. Cheers, mate, and I'll speak to you next time. Bye.